Hello, folks, and welcome to the very first installment of Power Punches Podcast. I am Tony. And I am Hunter. We will be your hosts through this wonderful journey of combat sports. We are going to talk a lot about combat sports, but our bread and butter will be the UFC mainly. Damn straight. Yeah, we'll talk mostly about the UFC, but throw a little bit of boxing in there, throw a little Bellator, but primarily the UFC. So, with that being said, we are going to start with something wonderful. We kind of stole this idea from DC and RC, but... Uh, Great podcast. Yeah, we're their biggest fans, technically. So, um, we are going to do a fantasy draft of our five favorite fighters. Not best fighters. Favorites. Our favorites. So, we did a little coin toss, and I won, Tony. Sadly. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the first pick, and we're doing like a little snake draft, so how that works, obviously. I'm sure everybody knows what that means, but I'm going to explain it anyways. So it's pretty much, you know, I get I get one pick, Hunter gets the second pick, but then he gets the third pick, and then I get the fourth and fifth, and so on and so forth. So, all right, let's get right to it then, huh? Indeed. Let's okay. get your first pick, buddy. So my first pick of my favorite fighters of all time is none other than John Bones Jones. Boom. I'm kidding. The drug addict himself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, John Jones is partly the reason why I started getting in the UFC. I mean, there's some other guys that we'll probably be discussing this list later that were, you know, big reasons why I started watching UFC. But he was kind of the dude that, you know, made me like an everyday follower of the sport. I started watching like every fight night, every pay-per-view after he started his surge to stardom. So that's pretty much where it started. I like that first pick. Um I think I have the best first pick, though. I think he's the greatest fighter in the UFC. I'll say that much. Not in MMA. But in the UFC, and I'm going to go with uh, George St. Pierre here. He was one of my first uh, first ever favorite fighters. Like When I first started getting into it, I'll explain later who my, my first big fighter was. Oh, okay. But um, he was my first ever like favorite, like, oh, my God, this guy's like next-level fighter. So, and, folks, before Hunter even continues, it already sounds like we're saying the best fighters, but we assure yeah, you. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we assure they, you. I'm just going our, off my favorite fighter this here. Is our, this is our favorite fighters, yeah. even though we just picked number one and number two yeah, of yeah. the best <laughs> fighters of all time, however you want to put it. Those are honestly just our favorites. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great guy, and uh, unless your name's Matt, you're not beating him usually. So, uh, that's, my, that's my whole thing about him. I love him, uh, you know. He's a Canadian, so he's a wonderful human being already. <laughs> so, with that being said, Tony, you know you know him personally. I, I do not know him personally. I oh, wish yeah. I, I wish I did. I should oh, travel okay. to Montreal and go to his gym once. But uh, oh, until, that'd be great. You know, it's like a ten hour drive until that <laughs> happens. Um, we'll see. All right. But I follow him on Twitter and I shout out to him all the time. So hopefully one day he'll reply. But yeah, until we'll then, see. Tony, you get the second pick. Nope, you actually get the next. Oh, pick. Oh, I get the next because that's what I just explained before we started. Oh shit! So. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, my uh, my next pick actually will be Matt Hughes. Oh. Matt Hughes is the only person to beat him, ironically. No, he isn't. Well, Matt Sarah, too. <laughs> but with that being said, Matt Hughes was actually my first ever favorite fighter. Um, I loved him. He was when I, when I first started watching, I was like eight, and he actually knocked out a guy. From a not from a submission, but he was in a submission, and he lifted him up and slammed him down. And he knocked him out and won the fight. It was pretty cool. Um, he knocked himself up, but he still won because he knocked him out first. So <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's the bad, most bad word fighter of all time I've ever seen." Sounds like Matt Hughes. Yeah, nice. That's a good pick. Thank yeah, he's he's a fun he's fun to watch back in the day. Yeah, of course. So you get your next pick now. So with my next pick, this is going to be no surprise to anybody who knows me. My second pick is the Beast, Brock. Lesnar. 
I did not expect that from you, but uh, I mean, I I knew you were going to take him, but I didn't think you would take him there. So the backstory behind this pick is I'm a very big WWE fan, or used to be per se. I still am. I still follow it, but nowhere near like I used to. But Brock Lesnar was one of like the first people I started following in the WWE. And ironically, you know, I followed his career as it went. So he went to the UFC and that's kind of... That was kind of where my beginning of the UFC started was Brock Lesnar, and I'm still a fan of Brock Lesnar, but he was definitely, he's definitely up there for me. He's a monster. Hopefully he'll come back one day, you know. I, uh, oh, yeah, ponytail yeah. Brock. <laughs> I know he won't, but. Um, That'd he, be awesome. He's called out a lot of fighters, you know. It'd be, it'd be pretty funny to see him do it one day. <laughs> uh, um, so my third pick is someone who say I look, people say I look like him. <laughs> Um, Here it is. But I don't look like him, but I'm, I'm still going to pick him because I do love him as a fighter. And my pick is the eagle, Habib Nurmagomedov. I think you look like him. And with that being <laughs> said, I, I would have I taken him, but uh, you know, I figured you were taking him pretty soon anyways. So That's my guy, dude. I mean, yeah, no, he's, he's great. He was kind of one of those guys, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I hopped late on the bandwagon. But once I you know hopped on the bandwagon, <laughs> I stayed on because he's just – it's an attraction every time he fights. He's undefeated. You know, there's that thrill of, like, every time he fights, wondering, oh, is someone finally going to give him his first loss? I never thought it would happen. It obviously didn't happen. Um, he's just super cool guy, too. You see him in interviews. You see him talking to DC and messing around. He's just a down-to-earth, funny dude and a great fighter, really entertaining to watch. Um, so, yeah, that's that's got to be my third pick. Well, and the funny thing about him, too, is that not many people really knew who he was. I mean, till he went and fought Connor, you know. Um, but, like, ever ever since he came to the UFC, he's he's been unbeaten. I mean, he's always been unbeatable. Oh, yeah. He's almost 30. And, well, he was. He's 29 and 0, but he should be yeah. 30 and 0. The, the fight that I hopped on the bandwagon for was when he fought Michael Johnson. <laughs> 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 that was my first Khabib fight, and I was just like, wow, this, this guy is. He fought Barboza, too, and that was a pretty good fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um,. So to steal it from you now, I am you actually the next two picks with my pick here, right. and that is going to be uh, the firefighter Stipe Miocic. Oh man, I'm sorry, said, Tony. Come on, dude. But uh, listen, I love him. You know, you can say what you want about the Nganu knockout thing. Oh uh, no, yeah, that's that's we're not we're just not going to talk about that. He got lawn chairs. Yeah, he did. But he's a, he's a wonderful human being, and that's what that's what I like with like championship fighters. Oh yeah, how can you not like Stipe? Seriously, yeah. though. I mean, he's a part time firefighter. And he's a UFC fighter, you know. So like, what like what more do you want out of the guy? Right. Even if he's not a champion fighter, you know, he's still like that's still something that not many people do. That is just so, a legendary human being right there for all that. So now going to my next fighter. This one might surprise a few people, but I'm gonna go with Jose Aldo. Okay. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big like leg kick guy, and I love <laughs> I love the Brazilians too. The Brazilians are like my favorite group of fighters. So uh, big leg kick guy, yeah, huh? Yeah, Jose, really? yeah. Jose started like you know he brought in the leg kicks. Oh, he invented the leg kick, huh? Yeah, yeah. not not invented, but he uh, he definitely helped helped it. Um, so Jose's going to be my next pick here. Interesting. Um, I think he should have beat Connor actually, but you know it happened, and okay. uh, I'm super, I'm kind of sad they never fought again. He got slept in like 15 seconds. It was like eight, but still. <laughs> but uh, you know. With that being said, I think I also think he's a top five goat too in the UFC terms. He's up there. He definitely is. I don't know about top five. That's that's for another day. Yeah, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll but save that topic for another day. He definitely day. he's up there. No doubt about that. Um, did you do two picks in a row? Yeah, I did. I did Stipe and Jose. Okay, so I have my fifth and final pick, and then no wait, 
Yeah, I did five. I did three and did four. Did I do my fourth pick yet? No. Oh, so okay. Sorry, I got a little confused there for a second. I got the fourth and fifth pick, um, and then Hunter will give an honorable mention, and I'll give an honorable mention. So for my fourth pick, I'm gonna have to go with another guy. I kind of like how I just explained Khabib. Uh, it's an attraction every time he fights. You know how can you not love Nate Diaz? Oh how God. how can you not love Nate freaking Diaz? Every time this guy fights, <laughs> I mean, I'll say it like nowadays at least, not before. Because before, you know, he's still a good fighter. I'm not saying he's not. But before, you know, he had a chance in every fight. And he still does, per se. But nowadays, you kind of just know he's going to go in there and get beat up. But it's going to be super entertaining. And he's going to have his moments where you're going to feel like, oh, my goodness. Is Nate Diaz really about to beat a guy who has like 12 fights or 12 uh, wins in a row his, or uh, whatever Leon Edwards had? There's <laughs> a pretty funny story about that from my point of view. Um, I was actually not watching the last card he was on with, I think it was Izzy, but Tony here was. And I, I forget what I was doing. And Tony was texting me and he was texting me in all caps, like spamming me, saying how Nate Diaz rocked Leon Edwards in the fifth round with like 30 seconds to go and was taunting him after, not chasing him. So, so <laughs> I have a very funny story about that, too. I, you know, this just kind of like proves how much I love Nate Diaz, too, and how badly I wanted him to win. So when that was happening, when he rocked him and then proceeded to point at him instead of, you know, running over to him and trying to finish the fight, I got up to my feet. And was screaming at the top of my lungs to the point where my girlfriend had to start yelling at me because I was so hyped that Nate Diaz was literally about to win in the craziest fashion it, like you could ever imagine. It was a five-round fight with Leon Edwards, and he was getting <laughs> absolutely destroyed for Mold. all five from rounds. From what I heard, he was getting mauled. And like so. you know, like I said, it's all it's Nate Diaz. He's gonna get his flashes here and there, at, you know, in between rounds or whatever or at little points in rounds, whatever. But he was losing all five rounds, literally, on the scorecard. And then proceeded with, like, a minute left to rock him and then point at him instead of trying to win. I was going ballistic to where, like I said, my girlfriend had to scream at me to stop because I was I was going to get us evicted, literally. It was it was hilarious. Ooh, that was a voice crack right there. You hear that one? Yeah, that's okay. Nate Diaz does that to us, you know? Yeah, he, he gets me excited. I, I literally... You know, like I said, he's number four on my list, but I probably don't. I probably enjoy watching him more than any other fighter I've listed, truly, because he is just he's so, so, so entertaining. Yeah, both Diaz brothers are. But I kind of like, like I said, I started watching around like the Brock Lesnar time, and that was kind of like near Nick's end of his tenure, yeah. per se. So I kind of, I was more watching Nate, but. I was a bigger Nick fan overall, but I, I like Nate, you know. Obviously, Nate fought uh, McGregor and stuff like that. Yeah, which was awesome. McGregor, taking <laughs> everything I work for. So, Tony, your last pick, buddy. My last pick. Okay, so I'm going with a guy who I know I just said Brock Lesnar was, like, the first fighter that I started watching. Um, but Brock Lesnar, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase this. Brock Lesnar was the first person that got me to, like, truly – start following the sport, and then John Jones was that guy that made me become a super fan. But this guy that I'm about to name was the first, like, fighter that I had my eyes on that, like, got me, that sparked my interest into the UFC in general. Um, so my fifth and final pick is going to be the Iceman, Chuck Liddell. Ooh, Chuck like Liddell. He was, like, the first, like, you know, people say, like, they're Mount Rushmore's of UFC from, like, a cultural standpoint. You, you got to put Chuck Liddell yeah, in there. Yeah, of course. He was, He's definitely up there. He was the first, like, super entertaining – or, sorry, 
can't talk right now for some reason. He was a the first super entertaining fighter that you know brought a lot of eyes to the screen. He was brought, really their first superstar. I he mean, was, you know, yeah. I mean, and, we had we had like the Gracies coming a little bit and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but none of these guys, stuff n- like that. But yeah, none of these guys over. had the entertainment like persona that Chuck Liddell had. He had that horrendous looking mohawk i actually love the mohawk <laughs> as a kid I'm, I'm just saying i used to think it was the coolest thing ever it was at the time but like think about it now that was like the worst hairdo ever but it was super awesome here's a uh, here's a little funny story about that i thought it was so cool that for my first driver's license picture that i have in my wallet i'll show you when the podcast is over i um i actually have a mohawk because of oh, that. no. For because that, of Chuck Liddell? Because of Chuck Liddell. Yeah, I man, he, he, cool. he truly changed the UFC. And like I said, he was the first fighter that, like, put my eyes to the screen for a UFC fight. He was just he was just super entertaining. So I had I have to throw him in there. Oh, definitely. And now, so my fifth pick, my fifth and final pick. You already did a fifth. Pick. I didn't do a fifth. I oh, did you didn't? No. Oh, okay. So my fifth, this, is, this one's been kind of on the edge here, okay. but I finally made up my mind, and I think he's the greatest fighter of all time. I already know who this pick is. Then. It is Chael Sonnen. He's undefeated. He's undefeated. He uh, he fought Anderson Silva for 29 minutes and some odd seconds and won the fight. <laughs> and uh, he also had the great game plan of catching John Jones' elbows with his face, and it worked out tremendously well. And it worked, well. yeah. yeah. The fight went quick for him. You know, I loved, I've always loved trash talkers. And uh, he's the best trash talker like ever. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't even think that's close no, either. No, it's he's not. just hilarious. Like he made. <laughs> I, I was honestly, it's funny you mentioned Chael Sonnen because I was watching one of his like trash talk videos the other day, and he made so this joke to uh, Tito Ortiz. He was like, uh, "Man, how did he word it?" He was like, "Tito says that I get all my fights from my mouth." He was like, "The only person." <laughs> Who made money from their mouth is his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he also said some pretty bad things to a uh, Wanderlei Silva and Anderson Silva for a little bit too. Oh yeah, um, he, Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. He uh, he 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 kind of stopped it a little bit towards the end of his career, but I mean, it was he, still it was golden still, every yeah. time he fought. Yeah. Every time he was on the mic, it was even better than him fighting almost. Oh yeah. So now I get my honorable. Yeah, pick go ahead. Here. Do your honorable mention. And now my honorable mention um, is going to be Anderson Silva. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was actually going to be my five, but I I, I love Chael Sonnen, and uh, I was afraid Tony was going to take him because he knows I love him. Yeah. So that's why I'm putting Anderson Silva as my uh, honorable mention. What's funny is Anderson Silva is in that same category as, like, Chuck Liddell for me. It's like those two guys were the first ones to put my eyes to the screen. Oh, for sure. And I was going to pick Anderson Silva, but I completely thought that you were going to, and it actually didn't even, you know – grace my mind that you didn't pick him so i'm a little upset about that yeah, but that's sorry. okay it's it's just because um anderson silva has like the best knockout i've ever seen of any fighter like when i was a kid i watched it all the time the front kick to the face he front kicked him in yeah the face. that was like the greatest thing i've ever seen when i was like it happened when i was like 12 and i literally my mouth was like stuck to the floor when i saw it i'm like <laughs> this is the greatest like fighter of all time yeah. and i found that he did drugs so gsp is my favorite fighter greatest oh, fighter of all time there we go but still but still we'll, we'll save that topic for another day too yeah so tony now it is my honorable, honorable mention. mention. Okay, so I'm going with my honorable mention. There was like uh, so many guys I could have put here, but I, I wanted to put someone who's like, I, I guess I don't want to call him like a young and up and coming fighter because he's already a champion in the UFC. But someone who I just know that if he like keeps this career trajectory going, I know who this is. Uh, that he's going to be probably one of my favorites ever. Um, so he's going to be my honorable mention. So my honorable mention. Is Francis Ngannou? Oh, I actually expected the Usman for that. But. No, no, not Usman, not Marty Fake Newsman. Sorry, hey. I'm, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Francis Ngannou because since since he's you know like 
went on the rise in the UFC, the way he knocks people out is without a doubt like like I don't even know how to explain how it's, it, it's just like insane. I, I'm like at a loss of words every time I think of a Francis Ngannou knockout. Like every I was, time, I was thinking last night, like if I had a fight in Francis Ngannou, and for any reason, right? If I even tried to put like both my fists up to catch his fists, I feel like I would fall down. <laughs> like it would just rock my body and I would just crumble. You'd or probably if, punch through your hand if you. I would tried probably to catch break it. my wrist if he punched my wrist. Probably. So, no, the, the point is, though, is he is just like every time that I hear he's going to fight, I don't care who he's fighting, I will watch it. I, I will watch it every single time because of the pure fact that you might see a guy get absolutely, like, torn apart by his fist. He, uh, him he lawn-chaired Stipe. It's going to be a really good fight, too. It is. We're yeah. going to save that one for another Yeah, we're going to have a whole episode for that. But we, we, we like to recap cards and talk about cards. Yeah, and do our predictions, we which which we're going to get to here in a yeah, moment for uh, the card that's today, actually. 268, baby. Yeah, it's going to be great. But, yeah, no, seriously, though, like, Francis Ngannou, he's on the rise. Like I said, he's already a champion, though. But, I mean, like, in terms of stardom, he's on the rise. He's... Without a doubt, probably the like most entertaining fighter right now because of the pure fact that, like I said, every time he fights, you might see a guy just get completely folded in half. And he's also like the most humble fighter like ever. He is. He's a great dude. Yeah. He was actually, in case people don't know this, he was actually a slave in like uh, some part of Africa. I forget where. Yeah. He was, a, he was working in the sand mines, I guess. Yeah. And I was, to, I heard from his story that he escaped twice. One, he got, he got captured actually again, and then he went back and he went to France this time, and that's yeah. where he lives now. Yep. And now. Um, you know, he's obviously living life and being a champion. They're yeah. probably gonna make a thirty for thirty about him in like twenty oh, yeah. years. I, I especially, it. Oh yeah, especially especially when a guy has a crate or a crazy, like awesome backstory. Like I don't want to say awesome because that's terrible, but I mean like a cra- yeah, like a motivational backstory like that. Like it's it just makes you like him even more, especially when he's super humble too from coming from beginnings like that to becoming the UFC heavyweight champion. Oh for sure. Yeah, that's that's just awesome. So So with all that being said, folks we are going to get to uh, 268 here. Ooh. And uh, this is, the, I've been looking forward to this card for the last, like. Since it got announced. Yeah, actually. Truly. Since I found out Usman was fighting again, because I'm a really big lover of Usman. And then I also really like uh, Justin Gaethje, too. Okay. So, um, with that being said. Well, yeah, we'll go straight from the order that they said the fights were going to be. So, yeah. they just changed it the other day. And Chandler it, and Gaethje are going to start. And that card. makes sense because uh, Gaethje's coach is also Rose's and Usman's coach, too. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. It, it gives them it gives the, the head coach time to, like, prepare for things. Yeah. So, honest, but th- I was thinking about this the other day. When is the last time that there has been a card where the first fight, the very first fight, has been this good? Yeah. I mean, I expected it to be Frankie Edgar before they announced it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we'll get we'll get into the whole card. The first fight, obviously, like Tony said, is going to be Gaethje versus Chandler. Um, I personally have Chandler winning that fight. Um, I see it actually going to submission, which might surprise a lot of people. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, th- I think one of but one of them is going to get rocked. I don't know who it's going to be, but I think Chandler's the better wrestler, and I think he's going to get his back and submit him with a rear naked choke, to be so, specific. Okay. It's funny because... Before the episode, me and Hunter agreed we weren't going to talk about what we think is going to happen. So, you know, it could be like organic when we're talking about it on here. But I, I got to be honest, I have like nearly the same prediction for this fight. Like I, I'm i also picking Chandler. Um, how I actually see it going, though, is I seeing like probably sometime in the first round. I think they're going to scrap for a little bit, but uh, Chandler is actually not going to get the better of the exchanges. It's going to be Gaethje, but he's going to rock him. But then... 
Chandler's probably going to, you know, shoot for a takedown. Yeah. And I think Chandler's the better wrestler. So I think that's what's going to end up happening. Because I think the first round <coughs> is going to be just straight fireworks. But I think Gaethje's going to get the better of the exchanges because I think he is better on the feet. Um, but then it's going to cause Chandler to shoot. And I think Chandler can control the fight from there and probably submit him or win by decision. So that was my prediction, is Chandler by either submission or decision. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Gaethje's the better striker, for sure. I don't really think there's an argument for that one. Yeah. But I think Chandler might be the better fighter overall. I agree. And I'm actually, out of the whole card, I'm the most excited for this fight because I love both the fighters. Oh, yeah. I When I when I first, I was kind of late on Gaethje's train because I saw him fight Ferguson. I was like, this is, this is absurd, what he did to him. Um so that's why I really like him, and obviously Michael Chandler knocked out one of my favorite fighters, Dan Hooker. Yeah, but we don't talk about that either. <laughs> so <laughs> we are going to the next fight now at featherweight. This, and by the way, Gaethje versus Chandler is a three round. In case anybody didn't know, which is crazy. Yeah, I heard, I honestly hope our predictions are wrong, and it's just like a three round like barn burner of them just like scrapping the whole time. I just hope it's not like uh, um, Francis Ngannou versus. Uh, who was it? The worst fight ever against uh, oh, Derek Lewis. Lewis. Derek yeah. Lewis, yeah. No, I can guarantee it's not going to be that. Neither guy is afraid of the other guy's no. power. They really don't care. They're gonna, they're going in there for fireworks. For sure. 100%. And now, sorry to cut off there. No, it's but, all right. Uh, featherweight, Shane Burgos versus, versus Billy Quarantillo. That is a three-round fight as well. Um, the, this one has potential to be pretty pretty good, Yeah, too. Shane Burgos is ranked 14th in featherweight. Yeah. And he's also the favorite. So yeah, Billy. Billy is like kind of on the come up, but like I, since you gave your prediction first last time, I'll do it real yeah, quick. That's fine because mine's not that big of a prediction either. Okay. But so you know, I think Shane Burgos is a little better on his feet, and I think it's going to be a fight like that where they're standing up and scrapping, is like how we were saying Gaethje and Chandler will be. But I think Burgos has more like ability to knock someone out. So. That's how I see it. I honestly see it going maybe one or two rounds and Burgos getting the, the W here. I, I see Burgos getting it by decision. Um, for this fight, this, obviously this fight is like the lower of all of them, but yeah. it's still going to be a really good fight. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. There's it's, a reason it's on the main card. Yeah, for sure. The guys might not be as known as some of the other guys, but you know, guys like us who watch the sport and know these guys, like both guys deserve the spot that they're in right now. Honestly. Yeah. They're both up-and-coming fighters. And this is a big fight for Burgos, too, because if he can win, it proves that he deserves to be up there, and he might yeah. even get, like, a top 10, like exactly. 10 or 9 ranking. And Burgos has that ability, too, where, like, he's he has that ability to knock someone out at, like, any given time. You know for what sure. I mean? He's he's just he's but he can also submit people. He's he has five knockouts and five submissions. Yeah, he's, the, he's the rest of the rest of his fights are decisions. Yeah, he's an all around fighter. I mean, he has some few bad losses as of somewhat recent, but you know, I I think he's going to get the W here. I think yeah, it's I mean, going to stay I, on the feet, and I think he's going to end up coming out with a knockout. I'm really excited for that fight, oh, yeah. but I'm also very excited for this fight. I'm also very nervous for this upcoming fight that I'm about to speak of. It's at bantamweight. It is Frankie Edgar versus Marlon Vera. Now, the only reason I'm nervous for this fight is because Frankie Edgar's kind of been on a losing streak. He, he looks like he's on that, like... Tyra, Final run. Yeah, Tyron Woodley kind of run yeah. of, like, losing, and, and he's going to be out <clears> soon. And I love Frankie Edgar. Donald Cerrone run or something. So I'm hoping Frankie Edgar wins the fight, and then he retires. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's going to retire either way tonight, but I think if he wins, he's actually going to announce it. That's a bold take. That's yeah, a bold take. I mean, he's pretty old, you know. That's my he whole is. thing about it. And. He's had a he's had a good career, so like if he can get the win, I mean I don't really see him like oh you know I want to chase the belt. I see him more of like oh you know this is my final run. Yeah, he got he got a W to end yeah. his career. So yeah. thank you guys for everything is what I see him saying, and then you know it all could right, happen. I'm it up. 
It could happen. So you're picking Frankie Edgar? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know how he's going to win. I think it'll go to decision. Okay, but um, we'll see. You know, all right, anything uh, can happen. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Marlon Vera. Honestly, as really? much as yeah, I I I've been changing my mind back and forth because of the same thing you just said. Like I, Frankie Edgar is a legend in the sport. Of course, but he's he's on his last leg and getting knocked out the way he just got knocked out by uh, Corey Sanhagen with that flying knee. It's yeah, it's tough. definitely yeah. It's hard for guys to recover from that, especially when he's at his last leg in his career. Um, and Marlon Vera, I know he just lost to Jose Aldo, but he he's an impressive fighter. He beat Sean O'Malley, so I mean, um, you know, I think Marlon Vera is like a young, hungrier fighter right now. Um, and he's gotten is, some big wins. He's a ranked fighter, and like I said, I think Edgar's on his last leg, so I'm I'm gonna have to go with Marlon Vera. Sorry to try and cut you off there, but the big no, thing is right. too is that Frankie Edgar got knocked out. So with that one, when you see that with older fighters, it it uh, doesn't really result well in their comeback fights. Yeah. So this could go this could go really bad for him. It could go really good for yeah. him. Especially especially when you're at that age though. Like if you're you know in your mid twenties and early in your career, and you get knocked out like that, like you have a lot of time to recover and like you know get back on your feet and like get back on the come up. But when you're in your last legs. It's very difficult to come back from something like that, especially yeah, the, the nature 40. of that knockout. Like he got slept by that knee, like straight up stiff as a board, slept mm-hmm. by Corey Sanhagen. And he's forty years old. You know that's not. Yeah. You know, thirties, thirties in the UFC is okay because it's different with like the UFC when you enter your prime. You enter yeah. your prime in your like early thirties to mid thirties. Yeah, area. exactly. Yeah. But he's forty. You know, that's pretty old now. Yeah. So now, we now we get the to two, the championship fights. Two championship fights at. Fr- Going first, we got the woman's strawweight. Rose Namajunas versus Wang Li or Zhang Li. Zhang Wei Li or Zhang however Wei they Li. pronounce it. I'm just going to call her Zhang, so, call I don't, Zhang too. so I don't butcher her name. Um, but, you know, for this one, it's it, this one was tough, but like I'm, I'm a big fan of Thug Rose. Like, she is so entertaining to watch. Um, that leg kick, or I'm sorry, that head kick that she knocked her out with was incredible. But, like, we have to be honest with ourselves, and yeah. Zhang is just the better fighter, truly. Like, as much as that pains me to say, like I said, because I really do like Thug Rose, and she is fantastic. She's number two in that division, I think. But I think Zhang is just a little bit better than she is, and I don't think it's going to go, obviously, as quickly as this one did. Um, I, I think this one will probably go to decision, and I think Zhang is going to win by unanimous decision <laughs> yeah i mean it's important to keep in mind rose is the champ which is huge but um the thing about rose is that she doesn't really do well on those defending fights like we've never seen her actually win a defending fight for before with the belt yeah so yeah. and that's why i got Zhang because i think she is going to actually come back and win and uh i mean i i think Zhang's a better fighter overall and i love rose you know rose is one of my favorite rose is probably my favorite female fighter Actually, Hunter was actually there live when, uh, dude, yeah, when uh, Thug Rose knocked her out, and I, uh, I screamed like a girl. I, I think <laughs> I, I've never jumped higher than I have, and uh, you know, my legs were killing me after that jump. So, uh, if and if you, if any of you ever seen my physical body, you know, you you, uh, you know how funny that is for me to jump that something so so high. So, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the point is though, I think you know, I'm not gonna say she got lucky. Because that's just like that's not giving her credit where credit's due. No, I don't due. think I don't think she got lucky. I think she had a great game plan, but I don't know if she can do it again. I was gonna say it was kind of like the first fight was like that surprise factor. Like, all right, she hit her with that head kick, knocked her out. It's over with. It's the future. You know, you're going through your training camp or whatever. You, you know, like I said, no offense, the Rose, but Zhang is a better fighter. 
She's going to be more prepared this time. I don't I don't think it's going to be a first-round head kick knockout. Like I said, I think it's going to get dragged out into the later rounds, and I think Zhang is going to tire her out and win by decision. With that being said, though, I really hope Rose proves me wrong. Because I, I, I really do, too. I would be I am, very happy if she does. Yeah, like I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Thug Rose. I just, like I said, the fights that I've seen Zhang, like she, to me, is just at the top comparative to everybody else. Like that first fight that Thug Rose knocked her out, Everybody said Zhang was going to win. Like everybody, and I mean everybody, thought that Zhang was going to yeah, win. Yeah, and I mean, keep in mind, she had the best fight of the year, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And the thing, I think she's actually maybe the four, three or four when it comes to the ranking of all women in general yeah, in the yeah. UFC. You know, she's three or four. Obviously, if Rose, was, is, if Rose is three, then she's four. If, 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 if you can flip that around too, you know? If she was the champion, I think she's number three, like no doubt about it. I think it would go Nunez, Valentina, then her. For sure. But, all right, so here's the here is the final fight, the main event: Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington. Colby Chaos Covington. Colby Chaos yeah. Covington. Sorry, the Nigerian Nightmare. Uh huh. Kamara Usman. All right. Anyways, let's hear your prediction. No, no, first. no. You you go. You first. want me to go first? Go ahead. Who who do you got in this one? So I uh, I, I I have a weird feeling about like my favorite fighters, and Kamara Usman is currently my like one of my favorite fighters in the UFC right now. I think he's going to lose, and I don't want him to lose. Whoa. I pray he makes me eat my dust. Whoa! But um, I get like I said, I get these weird feelings about my fighters, and when I get these feelings, I they usually tend to lose. Wow! And uh, that's you know, a bold take, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want him to lose, and I really don't think he will. But like, I can't, you know, I can't ignore this feeling that I've always had with the, like my fighters, like with GSP versus Matt Hughes. I had this feeling. And then with Ferguson versus Ch- uh, Gaethje, I had this feeling. So, what is your like true prediction? Then, like, who is like if you're picking one guy right now with with no explanation to win, who is my it? true prediction? I'm going to say Usman because he's my guy. So, what the heck was the point of that but whole? The, but like, <laughs> I can't really ignore. So, like, so you're picking Usman, but, but you think, I think Covington? I think is gonna Covington's win? going to win. Yeah, that's fair. And I think Covington, if Covington does win, he's going to win by knockout. Oh, yes, that would be insane. You know, I really hope this fight lives up lives up to the first one because that first one was absolutely incredible. Like, I hope it doesn't. One I of hope the best Usman fights. Goes in and kills them. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best fights I've probably seen in a long time. Their first fight. I really hope something similar kind of happens. But just watching Usman since that fight, he has just gotten he has gotten substantially better in all he facets. Gets, he gets better every fight. Yeah, and like he knocked out Jorge Masvidal, who hasn't been knocked out ever in his like. 50-year career. Yeah. I I was also there for that. That was the same fight with Rose. 50-fight career, not 50-year career. I'm sorry. And I, I almost cried when I saw that knockout because... Dude, that was sad. He was in front of his whole family, never been knocked out before. First, like, true title fight because his first one was just, like, well, a, I don't like a sham. But, what's that? Oh, <laughs> I don't, don't like Jorge. Really? I also don't like Colby. So, That's fair. You know, um, Usman's my guy, so I really hope he wins. You know, you know it's... Colby Covington, it's funny to me because, like, I understand why everybody would dislike him, and that's true. Like, I, I truly do understand it. But, like, people have to understand, man, the guy is putting on an act, and it is so effing entertaining. Oh, yeah, he I gets love, everybody to hate him. I love watching him talk. I love watching him fight regardless of the antics. It reminds me of, like, and people have said this before, like, me being a big WWE fan, it reminds me of a WWE heel gimmick, and it is awesome. He's definitely the heel. Like I, It sure. is awesome. So I have nothing against Kobe Covington. I don't care about 
his damn political views or whatever it is aside that aside from that i'm saying like he gets the job done he gets the job done. i was gonna say in terms of just like a ufc fighter and an entertainer like i said politics aside i i enjoy watching him he's super funny he's super entertaining um but anyway so to my prediction though I, I truly, like I said, I really hope it's a good fight, but I really see Usman handling him pretty easily this time I, around. I hope so, man. I Like like I said, you know, I'm going to say Usman will win, but I just have a gut feeling that I'm hope I'm wrong Covington Cause, will Because here's how I see it. Their first fight, they both, everybody thought that their first fight was going to be like a snooze fest because they're both wrestlers. They're not, they weren't the greatest on their feet per se. Kobe was a little bit better, but everybody pers- or expected Usman to just like try to wrestle the whole time. That's what everybody thought would happen, and it turned into like a scrap fest where they stood on their feet the whole time. One of the best scrap fests I've. I was going to say, and we're just boxing back and forth. Like how the mindset that I have with it is like, if it goes like that again, seeing how much Usman has improved on his feet, like Colby's getting knocked out, dude. <laughs> like it's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna be the same thing as the first one where they go all five rounds just about, and it's like a slugfest. Like if they stand on their feet and throw bombs. Usman has has gotten substantially better at that, and if he oh, if he sure. if he lands like a Jorge type punch against Kobe, he slept Jorge. I'm not you know? I'm not sure Kobe's going to be able to take and, that. But here's the crazy thing about that division too: no matter what happens tonight, there whoever wins is one, and then there's a space, and then there's two, and then there's a huge space yeah. between everybody else. And Gilbert Burns is coming up exactly, but there's right a couple now, guys. You know, yeah. Right now it's those two guys, and they're by far the best. In you know, game. yeah. I think if Leon Edwards beats Jorge, I think it's you know Leon Edwards and Gilbert would be the fight to make, and that would be the number one contender fight. That'd be a really good fight. But would, what's going to happen though is if Colby ends up winning tonight, he's going to get a rematch. Oh, and it's going to sure. be a trilogy, and then that's going to be like the end all be all of that. Dana loves trilogy, so he'll but, definitely get a trilogy for that fight. Oh yeah, but if Usman wins, it's going to be the winner of like a, you know. Burns and Edwards. Yeah, but the, and the crazy thing is, right? Is if Usman wins, like who who can beat him? You know, there, like, no, there seriously isn't. A, Colby Covington is the best chance of beating him in that division. Truly. And I, I really, I mean, like and I, I don't, I, really I don't, don't even think, think Covington has a good chance. I was gonna say that's what I was getting to. I was like, I don't, and I don't even think Colby has a chance. Honestly, I mean, I'm not gonna say that because everybody has a chance, but like because you still have to give Colby his credit of like their first fight and how he did almost win, but like. I don't even think Kobe has that great of a chance. And no. he's by far, to me, the best fighter in that division besides Usman. And if Usman wins and, like, keeps it up, well, he, he's going to go down as a, you know, a top five greatest of all yeah. time in the UFC at least. Exactly. But well, like I was saying, though, the thing with Covington is, like, besides Usman, I think he handles Leon really easily. Oh, yeah. I think he handles Jorge really easily. Oh, I think sure. the only other guy in that division that gives him somewhat of a fight is Burns. Yeah, him and Burns would be a really good fight. I would, yeah. I would love to see that fight, too. That would be great. Yeah. Um, I mean, they would, you know, like, they would definitely fight each other again. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they would rock it with, um, if Usman wins, do they fight? Because Usman's going to have to fight the winner of Leon and Burns. Does Usman fight who? Usman would have to fight the winner of Burns or Leon if that fight happens. Yeah, that's what I think too. Like I, you know, or do you make or do you make Colby fight the winner of that fight? You know, that's true. Usman a break. You could do either one of those things. That's true. The thing that I hope they don't do though is like as much as I like watching Jorge because I I I guess I would call myself a fan of Jorge, but like if Jorge goes in there and beats Leon, please do not give him another title fight. No, please do not. I think Jorge's a great like he's he's someone good to have in like the fifth ranking there. 
Yeah. He'll, he'll never be a belt holder. Jorge, I agree. And that's sad to say because he's t- he, he's given that whole interview about how that's like his end goal is like getting that title once. But like, I just don't see that happening. I think what suits him better is to be kind of like that Nate Diaz type of fighter where like whenever he goes out there, it's going to be an event, which it still is now because he's one of oh, the biggest sure. attractions in UFC. And he'll definitely, he'll, he'll definitely be able to get paid like the Diaz do. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, I don't think he'll ever be winning a belt or even in a, in a belt like title fight again. Right, right. Yeah, like I said, I just don't hope they go in that direction if if Jorge beats Leon that that's enough to already get another title shot against Usman and get slept again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and then you, you got to keep in mind Burns still too. You I was going to say Burns if if Burns fights Jorge for any reason, it's that's that's not even a fight. Yeah. You know, in my opinion. How I see how I think it should go honestly is if Kobe loses tonight, which I think is going to happen, that's my prediction. I'm picking Usman. Um, if Kobe loses tonight, I think Burns should fight the winner of Leon and Jorge. And then the winner of Burns versus the winner of that fight faces Usman next. That's what yeah, I think. I mean, I'm cool with that. I think that's a really good idea. I mean, I think that's a good idea. I think Dana will most likely run with that idea. But but what they might do, and I didn't even think about this, is if Leon beats Jorge, he might just get a title shot after because he kind of deserves it, honestly. He's I, won however many fights in a row. He's going to lose, but, I mean, like, I think he deserves that at this point. I think he has done enough, finally, to deserve a title shot. I don't like the Leon hype train, personally. No, I don't either, but, like, in terms of, like, what he's done, per se, I guess, since losing to Usman, right? Was that his last loss? Yeah. Yeah. Since losing to Usman, he's won every single fight. It's been, like, 12 fights. He deserves it at this point. It's important to keep in mind that everyone ahead of him lost to Usman recently. Like Gilbert Burns lost to Usman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, no, you that's got, what I'm you, saying. Is you got to give it to someone. You can't give it to Jorge, and you can't give it to Burns, and you can't give it to Cummington right yeah, now. Yeah, that's why I'm if saying is like all the pieces fall in the place for him to finally get a title shot. So I do think if he beats Jorge, I think he should get the next title shot. As much as I don't really want to see that, because I think Usman would maul him in all, like in every aspect of fighting. I think Hor- or I'm sorry, I think Usman would just destroy Leon. But still, like I think, I think he deserves it at this point, especially if he beats Jorge. You want to know who I think would give Usman a really good fight? Who? You, Anthony. You Mo think Cano. so? Yes, sir. Really? Okay. Five rounds. I think I get slept in ten seconds. Do you? But I'd give it a try. You know? I think you get him with a rear naked choke, but uh, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'd do it though. Of course. <laughs> That's a lot of money right there. Yeah, of course. So, uh, so guys, with that being said, all that being said, that was our first podcast. Um, first little episode here, first, you know. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do another one later this week about the recap of the fight and kind of kind of see what went wrong with our fighters and what went wrong with our predictions and yeah, talk yeah. about it a little more. Yeah. Um, the we next will. big fight is Max Holloway too. So oh, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we will for sure. Yeah, you know, we wanted to get on here for this first episode and do something, you know, fun in the beginning with that draft. But, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time with, like, doing predictions for our pay-per-views and, like, uh, you know, fight nights and stuff like that. But We'll do we, other topics, too. Like, yeah, I was going like to say, there's going to be... And, like, yeah. you know, topics isn't just like, oh, let's talk about John Jones or yeah. Sean O'Malley or whoever. Yeah. No, like, yeah, we're going to have a lot of, like, uh, we're trying to have a lot of cool content, not just, like, predictions and, like, takes after cards and stuff like we're going to spend a lot of time doing episodes where we do fun stuff like that with like drafts or like I said, specific topics that'll be cool to talk about. But, you know, we wanted to get on here for this first one, do a little intro, have a little fun and then get our predictions for tonight's card. So you guys can listen to this before you watch the big uh, fight. Tonight. And agree so, or disagree. Yeah. You know, so. Well, hey. 
Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, uh, it's been a pleasure. If you guys do tune in, thank you, I guess. Yeah, follow us on. We're getting all our uh, social media platforms Taking together. Yeah, so once we get that up, follow those. Stay tuned for more episodes and enjoy the big fight tonight. Take care.